This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is time now to check in with Travel Best Bets President Claire Newell. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Jill. Today we're talking about something that is really scary because so many people are doing it, and that is missing flights. Yeah, I'm gonna, I was just thinking if I'd ever done it. I've come very close in the past, but thankfully I've not had to deal with that because I know it can be a huge nightmare. It really, it can be such a huge nightmare. And the, the issue that we're finding is that airports are getting so much better. You know, there's really great restaurants. There's lots of good shopping. The amenities that a lot of the, of the airports have near their gates, whether it's, um, comfy chairs or an airport lounge that you can pay to go in. So it used to be that we would hear that people miss their flights for, like the most common thing was not accounting for maybe traffic or parking or the lineup. So, um, you know, these days you have lots of lineups at the bag drop and check-in plus customs and security. But more and more we're hearing people getting really comfy, comfy in the airport. Um, oh, but still the, the single biggest reason that people at the airport here for people missing flights is not setting their alarm right for an early (laughs) flight (laughs) so no excuses for that one you have your phones to set your alarm hopefully there's one beside your bed if you're staying at a hotel um, on your way back make sure that they give you a wake-up call but no excuse for that one um the other thing that is very, very common is people misreading their travel documents. And I think the biggest thing here is the 24-hour clock. So when it's in the wee hours, you know, really, really late, um, or if it's the wee hours just past midnight, people often show up the wrong day. And that's a, that's a tough one. So that's something that people need to make sure that they do and check out very, very carefully before um, heading to the airport. You know, make sure that they realize and mark it in their calendar. I'm leaving at 0010, like 10 past midnight. And say it was today, which is the 18th of March, you'd actually be checking in on Sunday the 17th. So just, again, it's simple for many, many people. But if you're not familiar with that 24-hour clock, a lot of people get busted on it. Oh, I have a flight coming up. It's a 2 a.m. flight on a Sunday. And the same thing. And even coordinating all of the travel around it, I have to keep reminding myself that I have to be at the airport on Saturday. And that means I have to get back. And it is. It kind of, I've looked at it so many times. And, and it is. It, it just, for some reason, there's that, that flight in the wee hours of the morning. It just kind of, you, you just have to double check everything. It gets so many people, like so many, and often it's for big overseas flights when you're leaving in the wee hours. Um, a lot of them can be to Europe or Asia, and missing those is a, is a complete nightmare. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, and I know I have not talked about this on your show, Jill, but I mentioned it to Simi not that long ago. Uh, one of my very close friends, her daughter was coming back from university watching a movie on Netflix at the gate and just 
didn't hear because her he- headphones were in, her earphones were in, and she didn't hear the gate change. And all of a sudden, she looked up. There's no people. There's no aircraft. And it was after she was scheduled to leave. And if you have your your earphones in, and they're calling your name in the overhead um, in the overhead speaker, you're not hearing it. So you've got to be really, really aware. The other thing is, so that could be whether you're watching a movie like um, my friend's daughter, or you could be working in emails on your laptop. And it's the same type of thing. You just get so absorbed. You just lose track of time. The other thing is people leaving the gate area during delays. So I had one of these not too long ago when I was coming back from Toronto. The weather wasn't great and the delay was going to be about 45 minutes. Well, it turns out they decided it wasn't going to be 45 minutes. It was only going to be 20, but people did walk away. And because of that, it was a nightmare trying to round those people back up. So don't trust the sign, um, like look at it and then walk away. What you need to do is you need to get um, updates sent to you by the airline for those gate changes. And it's very simple to do. You just put in your cell phone number and they will send you texts when their status changes, whether that be departure times or the gates. And also remember this, the doors close with most airlines 10 to 15 minutes before takeoff. So if you're running late and you think that getting there five minutes before is going to be okay, you're totally wrong. That plane's door could be closed and they're not opening it for you, regardless if you've got tears in your eyes, you're screaming, you're in the fetal position, it does not matter. (laughs) They are not letting you through those doors. So what do you do if you miss your flight? What's the first thing you should do then? The first thing you have to do is actually speak to the airline. So you have to go to the customer service uh, desk and try and deal with it in many, many cases you are going to have to pay for a new flight yourself. So that's the tough part about this. It's really, really important to make sure that you are aware when you are at the boarding, like at whether you're in the airport near the boarding gate, but also getting to the airport early enough to go through all the steps that you know you have to do, whether you're driving there. If you're parking, you have to factor in time for that. Do you have to um, do a bag drop? Do you have to go through customs? Like going to Mexico? No, you don't have to go through customs, but you still have to go through security and you do customs when you're there. But do account for all of the steps that you know you need to do. And then I still say, give your yourself an additional 20 minutes. Because like you said, the airports are so much more comfortable now too. Chances are that extra 20 minutes, it's going to be stress-free and you're going to be sitting in a nice chair, hopefully, and it won't be that bad. I know. Well, how about this one? About a month ago, we had somebody who missed his flight because he was in a really gushy airport lounge that (laughs) he had paid for, the Plaza Premium Lounges at YVR, and he slept through his departure. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, because they don't announce them in the lounges. No, they don't. And it was a very costly mistake. So I just, I know we do a whole segment on ways to miss your flights, but it's just a (laughs) reminder to everybody, please make sure that you're aware every step of the way and get to the airport early and be aware, even just sitting at your gate, there's gate changes that can happen. There's time changes that can happen. And you need to make sure that you're aware. All right. Now that we have scared people, uh, let's get them (laughs) flying. (laughs) 
Okay, the first deal I've got for you is to Las Vegas. So this is uh, departing between April 1st and May 27th. I found a whole bunch of dates that have airfare and three nights staying at a four and a half star hotel. So there's a couple of choices. Some of them would be the Signature MGM or the Mirage. But on sale for three ninety nine, taxes of one eighty four, so it works out to five eighty three for a pretty swanky little getaway to Las Vegas. The next one is to the French Riviera. This is a long stay getaway, September the twenty first. It's air and four weeks, so twenty eight nights accommodation with transfers, fifteen seventy nine. Taxes of seven forty, but all in twenty three nineteen. We did have another date. I think I mentioned that to you, Jill. Um, that was a little bit earlier in September, but it sold out very, very quickly. So if you're looking to go for a long stay to the French Riviera, you should think about that sooner rather than later. And the last one I've got for you, this price just came down a little bit, um, even from yesterday. So I'm going to share it with you. It is a 14-night cruise to Antarctica. This is a complete bucket list trip. Not very many people get to do this because there are so few ships doing it every year. This is leaving January 18th. It is the peak date for 2020 and it's the airfare 14 night cruise. You get a $50 onboard credit and the transfers. It's round trip from Buenos Aires, Argentina. So you head down to Ushuaia, do Cape Horn and then all through Antarctica um, it is $49.99. Taxes of $8.98. It works out to $58.97 all in. So a really great deal if you want to see uh, Antarctica again. That's for 2020, but they sell out. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is one too, I would imagine anybody too that says, oh, I'm not really a cruise person. You have to do this one on a cruise. You have to do this one on a cruise to get into all of the channels and bays. So um, to hit uh, where you need to go. Once you're actually on board that ship, you're going off usually on Zodiacs into right in to see the, like the glacier. I mean, the icebergs and things. It's just such a cool trip. You have to kind of Google it. And we have more information on it on the website, travelbestbets.com. But it's, um, it's one of those things. If you've, you know, been there, done that, this is probably a place that, you haven't been. All right. Sounds uh, amazing for sure. Claire, thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, yeah. Okay. Talk to you soon. That is Claire Newell, the president and founder of Travel Best Bets. You can get more information on those trips and many, many more at travelbestbets.com.